The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode, finally, of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined by Jim Clark. Wow. What's going on, Chris? It's been a wild, like... Weird It's been a weird last two weeks, man, (laughs) since we got back from from Massachusetts. Right? We did the one episode on the road, which was fun. It was kind of like a different thing, and we enjoyed that. Like We even talked about having... like a little side project that anytime we go on the road, yes. we're going to do these little shows from the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then last week we were supposed to come back and jump into strangers on a train because people were expecting it when we were away, mm-hmm. but we were like, okay, we're nope, on a road. We're the skin and rink episode yep. instead. We'll be ba- we'll be, we promised we'll be back next week with strangers <laughs> on a train. <laughs> and then I almost died. And then you almost died. Oh God, dude. No, feeling what was better it? though. What was it? It was. It was. So we were supposed to record before. It wasn't even because I was sick. We were supposed to record right before I went to Connecticut. Oh yeah, and then you wanted to watch. The, you had to watch the film. I had to watch it again. Yep, you wanted to watch it one more time, and then we were going to record Thursday. But then you're like, "Hey, dude, Aaron <laughs> I, and I got a lot of shit to do." Yeah, I underestimated leave. what we were supposed to get yeah. done before we leave, and I was like, "I'm not going to have time." Yeah. I was like, "Do you mind kind of just going solo, or do well, you, you wanna... said that, or or you know, what are you doing Saturday night? We can record then." I said, "No, dude." I said, "Don't worry about it. Don't stress about it." Yep. I said, "I'll just do something." And you did. You did. Infinity I was thinking pool. too. Yeah, I was thinking. I was like, "Damn, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'll do Infinity Pool because it's brand new." Right. And if anybody doesn't hasn't know what that is, Infinity Pool is when Marvel took Infinity War and mixed mm-hmm. it with Deadpool. So it's this weird cut with Deadpool throughout. Yes. Yeah. It's it's got a very <laughs> strange tone. <laughs> no, but Infinity Pool's the new film by uh, Cronenberg. Brandon Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Yes, David Cronenberg's son. Maya Goth. Uh, Mia Goth, yeah. Mia, Maya. And, it's Mia, uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bill uh, Skarsgård. Skarsgård, yes. Okay, people want to know what you thought Bill about Skarsgård? it. Bill Skarsgård? No, Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander, sorry, yes. not Bill. Did people want to know what you thought about it? Go yeah. listen to it if they yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I apologize. I used the word basically way too many, you know, basically way too many times. <laughs> I, I listened <laughs> to it, dude. I enjoyed it. I didn't notice that. But I enjoyed it, man, and it did make because you made a comment. You're after you know saying what it was about and all mm-hmm. your feelings and thoughts on it. You did make a comment going, "I don't know if Chris is gonna like this." <laughs> so that made me go, "Ooh, I want to see it now because ah, to okay. see, am I gonna like it or not?" Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna definitely check it out as soon as I have a chance to, and then tell you what I think. Of yeah, it yeah, for I want to sure. hear. Yeah, we'll make a mention of it briefly in the show because I really want to. Because really I'm a fan. I'm think. a fan of the actors and actresses yeah, in yeah, that yeah. film, and uh, I want to check out what. what what the younger Cronenberg has to bring to the table. Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever seen any. Is this his first? No, no, no. He's had some other things. I See, think, uh, he did this movie like 2020. I forget what the. Uh, but I don't think I've ever seen anything he's done. No, I haven't seen anything either. I want to. This is like a Ty West situation. Like I said, I want to go back and, and maybe check huh. out some more of his movies. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're back, though. We're back to talk about Alfred Hitchcock's Strangers on a Train.
fellows meet, like you and I. No connection between them whatsoever. Each one has somebody that he'd like to get rid of. So, they swap murders. Fantastic, isn't it? You didn't know when Bruno proposed this pact that he was serious, dead serious. You had made the mistake of speaking to a stranger on a train. And now, wherever you go, whatever you do, you find yourself dominated by his evil presence. And you, Bruno, to you, killing was the answer. Murder without clue, without motive. The perfect crime. Too perfect. And Anne, life looked very attractive to you until the love in your heart became gripped by a terror that drew you deeper and deeper into this vortex of conspiracy. I have a murder on my conscience, but it's not my murder, Mr. Haynes. I wonder if you know how much I love you. Brazen woman, I'm the one to say that. <laughs> Finally, after having so, you know, we talk about it on the show. A I lot. feel like a stranger on this train of that is this show. Yeah. It's been so long. We talk about this a lot, dude. We talk about like when we want to talk, we're going to talk about the movie. We watch it, and sometimes mm-hmm. we'll watch mm-hmm. it a second and third time. And so, the amount of times I've seen this movie now, like yeah. you would think I'm an expert on it. I almost didn't watch it again. I was like, I was like, ah, it's Thursday night. Damn, I got to watch this movie. And I'm like. <laughs> Dude, I've seen this thing like 25 times now. I'm not going to rent this again to watch it again. And then I woke up this morning and I was like, I should probably watch that again. <laughs> nah, it's not. Hard. So that's the thing. This is a r- really cool movie. So let's get into this, okay, dude? We, yes, and we I don't wa- say that meaning that like, oh, I got to sit through this movie again. It's just, I've seen it so many damn times in the last three weeks. It's Any not movie necessary. will end up like that. Yeah. You've never seen it before. I've never seen it before. No, I didn't even know that this movie was in his filmography. I, I didn't I even did. know about this so, before you brought it. Yeah, this was something that was on my list to see. I've always wanted to see this one. So okay. with, when the opportunity arose that we were doing Hitchcock, I was like, sweet, I'm going to suggest this because I've been wanting to watch it. Sweet. Walking out of the theater, what'd you think? It's not what I'm used to in Hitchcock, mm-hmm. I felt. But I did like it. There's a lot I did like about this movie. Um, and I'm surprised because when it started off, I didn't know it was going to be black and white. Okay. I had no idea it was going to be a black and white movie. Okay? okay. And again, I've told you, movies from this long ago are always hit and miss with me. Okay. Right? But no, I went. we went through this story and there was um, there was quite a bit that I liked about this movie and I enjoyed. And we'll get into it. But yeah. What about you? Same. Because I know actually be the one who wanted yeah, to see it. I actually loved it. Really? Yes. Good. The f- everything immediately right when it starts, right with the title cards and music playing, and 
his choice to on how to introduce the characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like visually, yes. we're just yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. the the the, the, the you know, feet coming from yes, the, the taxis. And two different sets, and and it, I loved it. I absolutely loved all that stuff. So immediately he hooks me, and I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm into mm-hmm. this. I'm loving what you're doing, Alfred. I'm loving these shots. I love how you're introduced, and then the the characters. and then on the train when they're on the train too, and it's just following their feet down the yes. down the uh, the, the and then the when when you the, he introduces them right, and you mm-hmm. see them interacting and talking and um robert walker immediately <laughs> just I, i'm ex- immediately i'm just kind of drawn to just the way the he or about him the way he yes. acts and the way in his and the things he says he's right a character yeah he's a character and i'm just like who is this Why, guy and the way he talks yes mm-hmm. i loved it immediately right and then the story unfolds and i'm just I, I I just dug it, dude. I've I this is probably good, good, good. right up there with some of my favorites now. Right, Rear Window, absolutely one of them is my absolute yeah, that favorite was Hitchcock film, dude. That was fantastic. And and and, and again, um, I don't know if I really have anything bad to say about this movie. Um, yeah, you know how movies from that far back, like I said, are hit or miss. It I think because it's so old, mm-hmm. it detracts a little bit for it from me but again i think you said it i think you said it dude this movie was when you say that fantastic. when you say that what, what is it that's I, detracting I don't, I, I don't know because it's also kind of cool when i'm watching this movie to see it from that time period and see how things were and listen yeah. to how people talked and the interactions that people had back when, then when so i don't it's this weird thing like there it's was just no because jeans, knowing bro. that the movie was from <laughs> nobody's yeah. wearing jeans everybody that walks in public is dressed in dresses mm-hmm. or suits and like see, suits and, ties Shirts and hats. Um, barely a man without a hat. Yeah. When they're walking on the street. Yep. And I remember with the, there's the scene where Bruno's sitting at the bus stop waiting for for what's her name to come out at night. At to, oh to, yeah yeah. Right. So he's Miriam. sitting there and he's smoking a cigar and I'm just thinking to him, look at how fucking sharp dressed he is. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, like I said, the hat, the the, the suit. suit. It, yes. it was this. It was a different era. He's, he's going out to murder somebody. I love it. I loved it, dude. I was done, and I was like, I loved this. This was great. And every subsequent viewing, I liked it more and more. Oh and no, more. I agree a hundred percent. The yeah. same as as Rear Window. There's more for that me. I saw. There's more. Like, and I looked at things elsewhere, like on the internet, and then came back and mm-hmm. watched it for mm-hmm. those things. And I'm like, ah, okay, that's kind of really cool. Yeah, dude. And it's not a it's not a difficult to follow story. Oh no, it's straightforward. Yeah, right away we have mm-hmm. two characters who uh, these are our strangers on the train. We have Bruno yes. Anthony, mm-hmm. right, and we have Guy Guy Fieri Pierce. No, <laughs> Guy, Guy Pierce. <laughs> Guy Haynes. Guy Haynes, right? And like I said before, the way we're introduced to them is we watch. At the train station, we watch these cabs pull up to a curb, mm-hmm. and these like date these porters come and help carry bags. And one of them has tennis rackets with them. So okay. old school fucking tennis rackets. Yeah, dude. dude. Holy shit. And and instead, it's not you know how tennis rackets have those zip cover casings now. Yeah. This is when they had like those weird wood things on like, the edges, whatever that yeah, was, to right? Help protect it. Um. So yeah, we're watching, and then and we don't see their anything from their waist up. It's all waist down. You see legs walking and the yeah, shoes, right? Not even waist. It's like from like mid thigh down. True, um, shoes, right? Like it's mm-hmm. brown. It's black and white, but in my mind, he's wearing brown shoes because the 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 coloring, the shading of it looked like it may, may like have been brown. brown. 
And then the other ones are, what do you call those ones where it's the black and white? Oh, I don't it's know. Specific. Stetsons? Something? I Saddle don't know. shoes? Maybe, maybe. Something like I can't remember what yeah, they yeah, call yeah. them. I don't know. Um, but we see that pair of shoes, right? And we mm-hmm. see them on the train, and they bump into each other when they're cross, both crossing legs. Like, no, one's sitting there already, right? The other one's, the one's getting into his seat. Right. Crosses his legs, bumps the foot of the other one, and then boom, here we are, right? Excuse me. He's like, oh, no, no, no problem. That one little thing. And... That's when you see Bruno look at Guy and go, hey, aren't you Guy Haynes? Haynes and he's the like, tennis player? Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I was like, don't worry, don't worry. I'm, a, I, I, I'm not much of a talker. I'm not a much of a talker. But then, boom, he's like nonstop, right? Boom, boom, starts talking to him. Mm-hmm. And he lets on that I know who you are. You know, not, not, I don't follow sports, but I read the paper, right? And I mm-hmm. see you on the sports page. And well, no, no. He says he does follow force because he he saw him play last oh, spring or summer or whatever. That's what it is. Yeah, but he does say something about the sports page because he says something about how his situation is. Like, oh, guy, your situation and your love life. Oh, yes, right. Um, can you know? Can I? Can, you want to smoke a cigarette? And guy's like, no, nah, I don't smoke. And he's like, well, you got a light. Guy goes to light it, right? And he's got this really, really nice, nice lighter, lighter with an, <laughs> uh, uh, the letters in, in, in signed in it, A mm-hmm. and G, right? Yep. Oh, I, guess, I bet I could guess who the A is. He says, Ann, whatever her name. Ann Morton. Ann Morton, right? And Guy looks at him like, what the fuck's, where are you coming from, Guy? Who are you? Oh, you know, once in a while I'll turn the sports page and see you on the society section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's like very smooth talking, man. He's a con man, dude. <laughs> but he's straight up. He's talking to him. He's just basically like, um, you know, that's quite a situation you find yourself in. Remind me in the future to tell you about this theory I have. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he keeps bringing up this idea he has. Um, guy's like, listen, I got to go, man. I, uh, I'm going to go have lunch in, in the food cart. Uh, excuse me. And the waiter's walking by. He's like, uh, how, how long was the wait? He's like, it's going to be about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he had a weird voice. Weird way of talking, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, all right. And, and it's because of the suit. That's what it was. <laughs> it's all tight on him. <laughs> Bruno's like, listen. Just come have lunch with me in my car. It's not a big deal, right? And so we cut to them in the car, and with a little bit of time, because the food's already eaten, so yep. you know they've got to talk a lot. They're talking more. Mm-hmm. And Bruno's very relaxed right now. He's fid- fidgeting with that lighter, Yep. right? And he's like, you know, this issue, he, goes, he brought something up about having to go home, right? He's got to go to Metcalf ah, first. Yes. Yep. And he says, oh, it's this, it's this issue. He's like, you know, isn't it a pain? Don't you wish you could just you know just kill them he's like he's like it's kind of like my father I, sometimes i just want to kill him and, and guys just like okay dude you're right <laughs> and that's that's when he starts talking he's like did you i ever tell you how to get away with the perfect murder or some shit <laughs> right that's what he says yeah 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 and then he starts basically laying out this plan that he's come up with two strangers and he's thought this thing through mm-hmm. man. you get two strangers like you and i the way we met here on the train mm-hmm. he goes Nobody knows anything of each other. They don't Nobody know. Nobody knows met. we even met. He goes, "I go and commit your murder, and you commit mine." Wouldn't that be the best? Us. And he's just like, uh, "I gotta go." <laughs> guys, like looking at him, like this. He's guy's like, "No, not isn't okay. it a good idea? Do you like my idea?" And he goes, "Yeah, sure, it's a swell sure. idea." Yeah, and you know he's talking. He's to just him saying like, that to get himself out of there, dude. Also, he's looking at him like, "Yeah, yeah you're a little bin. unhinged." <laughs> and he's just like, "All right." He's like, "So you agree?" This is a good thing we should do. Like, well, this is a good plan. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he walks off. And he notices that the the lighter's still left over after mm-hmm. Guy leaves. And Bruno picks up. And at first, he's almost like that. Going to give it to and him. he's then like, he, no, you know what? He holds off. He thinks Puts about it, it in his pocket, right? Mm-hmm. 
Which is the, so this is like our first kind of this is where the introduction was. We this get a feel the for these entire, characters. Literally, if you think about it and like everything that happens throughout the rest of the movie, this is the entire movie and where it's all set up. Yep. Everything. Yep. This is everything. exactly they tell you what's about to happen. The lighters here, everything. You know what everything. I mean? Guy gets off right there at Metcalf. He's getting mm-hmm. getting off. He's gonna go take you know, takes his bags. He's getting off the train and this big portly gentleman's getting on the train <laughs> with a, a giant cello. <laughs> cello, yep. You know who that is? I know who that was. M. Did Night you know, Shyamalan. Did you know there's actually um, two Hitchcock cameos in this movie? Oh, there's a second one. Well, when the second one comes up, I'll let you know. Continue your story. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. No, I only knew of the... I mean, ob- uh, wait it's till, obvious this wait one, Wait till right? I mention it. it. This one's obvious, too, because like at least in, in Rear Window, right, he is there doing the clock thing, and, and that is a scene you're looking at, but yeah. like unless you're like... You're not paying really attention, paying attention to him. Whereas this, he's coming on with his big old cello, and you got to watch him <laughs> you, make his way up the stairs. You don't really see his face, though. Not completely. But you can still tell it's him. You know it's Alfred You do see Hitchcock. it. You do see it uh, Very at, a three, at like a three-quarter angle at first, yeah. and then he turns the corner quick. Guy gets off, right? Mm-hmm. And he he heads to meet with his wife, his his current kind of, what is it? When, They're going through a divorce. Estranged. They're separating. Estranged, yes, estranged wife. Right. She works at a music store. Yeah. But this didn't look like a music store to me, dude. It's cool. So this is a music store where um, old school, and the way the design is, they have these rooms, these mm-hmm. glass rooms, right, mm-hmm. where you're supposed to be able to go in with your, your instruments that you're practicing. So it's it's it's. Did quieter. you see any instruments in the scene, though? I didn't see any. Um, I'd have to pull it back up and look, but I can't remember, Maybe to be I'm honest. It, but yeah, I, can't I remember. didn't remember. I because I was looking this time. I'm like, wait. Maybe it was just music boxes. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they were doing singing lessons. Who uh, knows? Oh, maybe. So he goes in there, and this is his. This is his. His estranged wife works mm-hmm. there. What's her name? Do you remember? Uh, Marion Crane. <laughs> <No>. Marion. <laughs> Miriam. Miriam. Yeah. Yeah. He's and she's just like, hey, guy, you're a sight for sore eyes. And he's just like, hey, how's it going, Miriam? <laughs> and he, he she makes a comment about you know you've been a while away for a while I thought you were getting jealous or something and he goes no I lost that a long time ago you know mm-hmm. when you asked for a divorce mm-hmm. and she's like well I haven't heard from you in a while so I thought maybe let's go talk in private right and they go into this room and into one of those boxes into this this in the, the middle of the discussion we we are we're letting known that she's pregnant mm-hmm. and it's not his kid nope. And, and she's she basically wants, a tramp, and she wants a divorce. Mm-hmm. He's gonna finally give it to her. She needs money to pay for something for, for the, the divorce. The, yeah, the lawyer. So he gives her this bunch of money. She starts counting the money and goes, "Psych, <laughs> I'm not getting a divorce." Oh, and by the way, I'm also moving to Washington, and you're gonna live with me and this baby. And we're gonna tell everybody it's your. Kid. Yeah, because I've been seeing you in the papers with that Ann Morton. And he's just like, you stupid bitch. And he's like fucking grabbing her and shaking her and they're fucking like arguing and shit. This so old here's man. my question. Why doesn't he just file for the divorce then? It was different back in those days, I guess, huh? huh it must have. Like you don't look good if, if he's dating this or being seen with this other woman and then going and asking for a divorce. I don't know, dude. It's it, There was a lot of things in this movie where it was these these, these things of like, such a different time, mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. the way to the end. I'm gonna bring something up and be like, like this is weird that well, this was like the there was an etiquette about certain things. You right? know what? You know what I think was really funny is like I watch a lot of forensic files. I'm watching X Files right now, mm-hmm. 
So I watch things with a very it, things like this, like a crime movie and the crime that's being committed. I think about the forensics and shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah. okay, this isn't plausible. Yeah. But then you got to remember when this movie was made, and yeah. forensics basically wasn't even a thing where no. it was just getting born. You know right, what I mean? Right. So there's nothing like they have today. So it's like, ah, oh, well, isn't maybe it cool, you though, could have actually that? pulled this off. It's cool to see that kind of window into the past. Yes, using it these really films, is, dude. right? It really is. Um, but yeah, he's pissed, dude. And this old man sees this going down, and he's like, "Guys, keep your home fights at <laughs> this home. This ain't a place for a family quarrel." <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's just like, "I'm getting out of here," and he leaves. And she's yelling at him. She's like, "I'm not. You're not going to get rid of me that easy. I'm coming to Washington." Yeah, she starts she's going like screaming like, at yeah, him. Yeah, man. He heads right to a, to the phone booth, right? He heads back to the, the train station, gets on the phone booth before before leaving, and he calls Anne, yeah. and he's just like, Anne, honey, I'm sorry, man. She's crazy. She double-crossed me. I, you know, I don't know what to do. I want to kill her. I want to wring her neck. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, huh, what? Because there's a train going by. So she's only and, getting like little pieces. And so he says it again, and the train, and he looks at the train like he's all annoyed and shit, and then he fucking yells at it. He's like, I want to wring her neck. And you're just like, whoa. Then we cut to Bruno. Bruno is at home. Yes. And I love the way they Spoiled do this, right? ass Bruno, dude. How is this for Hitchcock's transition? I want to wring her neck. Boom. We dissolve to his hands, his hands right? Yep. And he's getting his nails filed by his Manicured. mom. And she's just like, you take care of those pretty hands of yours. And he's like looking at him like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um there's another scene where he does that too, kind of like this foreshadowing of what he was going to use to kill, kill her? Miriam. But uh, but yeah, so he's looking at his hands that way, and she's just like, you know, are you sure you're okay? You're not looking too great. You're looking kind of like you used to when you talk crazy. Like, and he's like, no, 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 I'm yeah, fine. But he's I'm still fine. talking crazy. He's like, yeah, mama, no, I'm fine. She goes, she goes, well, I'm just glad you gave up that crazy idea of yours. And he's like, well, which one's that? She's like, <laughs> blowing up the White House. Boom, so right exactly. now. He's still talking crazy, dude. So at the beginning, you could see this more as a guy that really has an idea on trying to get away with murder mm-hmm. and not a good guy, but you don't see this guy as completely lost it, like off completely the deep end. off the hinge, yes. Right? Not until now when you hear this. And you notice this. he's a sociopath, man. Yes, and you're like, whoa, this dude wanted to blow it. What the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, well, what would the, the president say, mom? <laughs> She's like, oh, you're so hilarious. And she's like, come over here. Come look at my painting I made, right? And again, another scene that makes him look insane. He's looking at it and then just laughs hysterically. It looks like the old boy himself. That's father, a spitting image. And it's like this hideous painting, dude. Yeah, dude. And she's like, no, it's supposed to be St. Francis. (laughs) (laughs) So we can see where he gets it from. Oh, yeah. In the background, you hear the butler go, Sir, your call has gone through. So this is back in the day. Like you needed to make a long distance phone call. It you would told, take some time. You told the help. Listen, go get that on the line. Let me know when somebody's there. And not just that, but they got to connect all these switchboards yep. and wires and shit to get you all the way to where you got to go. Yeah. So he goes to get the the phone, and his dad shows up. He's like, "I want to talk to you." He's like, "Sorry, Dad, it's long distance." <laughs> <laughs> and he walks over and picks up the phone, and basically he was pick, he was putting a call in. To guy, where guy's playing, like where he was out and practicing. He's in the right now. He's in the in the locker room, mm-hmm. getting changed, and he's on the phone going, "Who is this? Who's calling me here?" And he's like, "It's Bruno, guy. Remember me from the train?" <laughs> like, I'm telling you, what a performance, dude. This yeah. dude was. I loved his performance as this character. I really did. 
at the very beginning, I, I thought this is a little kind of an awkward thing. He's very like, huh, huh, but now I realize why. And he's mm-hmm. playing this character so well. You know what I mean? Yes. But overall, dude, this guy was just, for me, like the shining star of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so he's just like, don't you remember me? Bruno, you remember me from the train? And he's like, what do you want? He's like, do you remember our plan? Did you get your divorce? And he just hangs up on him. Like he's click and he like looks at the phone like, huh, okay. And he walks off. It's just like, dude. He's very unhinged, yes. Yeah, dude. So he decides yes. he's going to head out there. We see him, like you said, train pulls in. He gets out, mm-hmm. pulls up the phone book. Like back in the day, dude, people That's could get. That's how you had to do it. There was no Google. People literally just went to the fucking phone book and found your address. Well, if you printed I, it, that was the thing. Oh, no. Back in the I, day, yeah. you could opt out of it and Being not in be pay, in, the phone in, in the phone book. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. And I remember we always, at home, living at home, we always had an unlisted number. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yes. I remember, yeah. He I sees, remember looking it up to have to call my friends' houses, <laughs> see if they wanted to hang out. <laughs> then you'd see, so he sees he sees her in the phone book, and he's like, he knows where she lives, right? This is when we cut to later that night, and he's sitting at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. And while he's sitting there, like I said, dressed to the nines, and you're watching people walk on the streets, all like legit dressed, dressed up like nice. That. Yeah, dude. Bus pulls up, and from the house across the street, here comes Miriam with two guys. Yep. They're laughing. They're having a good time. Hold on, hold on, Mr. Bus Driver. And they get on. They get in the on the bus, and Bruno stands up and gets on the bus as well. Yep. I love the next shot. When the bus pulls up to the, the amusement park, there's an amusement park, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a fair it's going carnival through, or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It pulls up to the front gate. It's kind of a close shot to the bus so that when the door opens, we see, we see Miriam and the guys off. come out. Yep. A few other characters come out. And then Bruno comes out, and as Bruno comes out, the camera pulls back a little more, mm-hmm. lets you see where they are. The bus takes off, and then follows Bruno. Like you know, Across stays static. Yeah, it's yeah. such a nice shot, dude. Um, but again, Bruno gets out and mm-hmm. follows them. He's watching them in the you know in the amusement park. He's uh, following them. I love how they're going over here. I think it's to what's the first thing they get to uh, the the. Oh, the game. The smash that. Yeah, what do you call you it? Yeah, where you got to hit the, bell, uh, the thing, and it'll shoot the thing up in the, the mallet, sky. The, the mallet. The mallet. You know what I mean? Uh, Strength so test. That's, yeah, it's the old school. That's what the punching yes. things were. That's what it was <laughs> yeah. back in the day, dude. So he's watching them go to this thing, and this little kid comes up to him with a gun and goes, bang, bang. He's like this little like uh, cowboy with a balloon. Mm-hmm. He looks at that kid, takes his cigar, and pops the <laughs> I was like, yes, this is amazing. He's oh, it kind of reminds me of of the Grinch. Do you know mm. what I mean? Just like yeah. comes across a little kid and bah, I'm gonna ruin balloon. your day. <laughs> he didn't have to do that shit. He's a <laughs> fucking dick, dude. I mean, by doing that, you're making yourself stick out. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? He goes over to and sh- so Miriam's noticing that he's there, mm-hmm. but sh- when she first turns back and sees him, he's got this kind of really cool kind of way he's standing and he Mm -hmm. looks at her and gives her kind of a smile and she gets a smile back and so now she's just kind of like "Ooh, he's cute right let me watch this guy and so she sees him watching them they go to the the mallet smashing thing Mm -hmm. she turns around he's not there anymore and i love this shot too right this is that shot where you see it from the front you watch her look over her shoulder come back we pull back camera swings to the left a little more and he's right next to her and she's just like oh right 
he smiles at her her for her the guys she or she's with he's trying to they're trying to hit the bell right smash this thing and the guy's like come on you want to win a cupid little <laughs> doll for your girlfriend and he's like no oh, it's not working what about you sir right bruno steps up looks at her and this is what i mean before he gri- grips a hold of the mallet he looks at her and he holds his hands out like this and he mm. looks at his hands and looks at her again smiles then he grabs the mallet and i was like damn I only noticed it after seeing it so many times. I was like, whoa, that's a really cool thing that, that Hitchcock did there, right? Mm-hmm. Or if it was, what's his name? Robert or Robert Walker. Yeah, if that was his decision. Choice. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably go with the former. I'm going to say it was probably Hitchcock, just knowing Hitchcock and how yeah. he makes his films. Uh, smashes it, hits the bell, and yep. she's just like, whoa. <laughs> Not only does he hit the bell, but you hear somebody also off to the side saying, he broke it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is amazing. She's like, let's go to the Tunnel of Love, but instead they run off to the merry-go-round, Yes, right? Yeah. Carousel, carousel. Carousel. And it's one of these old-school, beautiful carousels, like the, mm, mm-hmm. the beautiful horses and all that stuff. I mean, really yeah. nice, right? Remember the one in the Boulevard Mall in the food court? Yeah. Yeah, this is what that reminded me of. They have one now at Canal Side. There's a big room with a big carousel inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. really big one, a really nice one out at that uh, Destiny USA one uh, mall in Syracuse. There's oh, really? There's a really big one out there. Yeah, we should nice. we should take a trip out there soon, dude. Well, the carousel was invented out here somewhere. North there's Tanawanda. There's, there's the, the carousel museum. The museum, yeah. 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 Anyway. They get on, right? He mm-hmm. follows them, and he goes and sits literally right behind her, on the horse behind her. Yep. And they're going around. They're having a good time. They're, they're singing. singing songs. And, and I want to point out, I love the music in the movie this thus yes. far. Them singing this song, I love that scene, but then at the beginning, when, yes. they're, when they're getting out of their taxi cabs and the music that's playing, yes, I dude. loved it, dude. Yes, dude. Loved it. Um, they get off, right? She's like, all right, now let's go to the tunnel. Let's get on the boats, right? So mm-hmm. they run off and get on the boats. And this music that's playing on the carousel mm-hmm. is a theme that keeps coming back oh, yeah. throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, dude. as even as like to to, to kind of harken back and like this kind of flashback memory Cause feeling. Because yes, because we'll get there, but yeah. he eventually starts having flashbacks, and it's doing yes, the same thing, so audio good. and visual, dude. So good. Yes, he uh he follows them. They get mm-hmm. on. They, he watches them get on this little boat that leads to this tunnel. To the tunnel right? of love. So he gets on the boat behind them and follows along. And this whole time, I'm thinking, man, this girl is a fucking hussy, dude. <laughs> what the hell? There's I can a see why why there's a divorce going on. There's a sweet scene here as they're going in the tunnel of love. She's with the two guys, and they're like fooling around, and she's giggling and shrieking and saying, "Stop, no!" Right? Mm-hmm. Hitchcock's not showing us them in the boats he's showing us the shadows on the wall oh, and the yes. way the shadows work because of the way the b- boats, boats are moving, are moving you the, watch you watch bruno's like shadow catch up on them and, and look like it's overtaking over yes dude it's yes. so cool and then we cut to the outside the entrance tunnel uh-huh. yep. with the rock yeah. Yeah, yeah and then you hear him in there and then she screams yep and i was like oh he did it in there yep nope they I'm came like, but what out. about the two guys yeah they came out she's laughing she's giggling i'm like oh god but basically the tunnel of love takes them through this water this mm-hmm. this little tunnel in the water but then out to this island there's this little island where that's what the whole point of the island is so that the adults can go out there and go make out and do mm-hmm. whatever they want like not adults but like you know what i mean the older yes young it's like adults. it's like a, a, a like lookout point yeah uh, and so that's the thing. People are all out there kind of making out in bushes and, <laughs> and, and necking and shit. And so he follows them, right? And he's watching them do it. And she's kind of like, okay, leave me alone. And she run, runs off into this little dark area where he's standing. Mm-hmm. And he says to her, is your name Miriam? And she's just like, 
Why, yes, he flicks on the flash, the lighter, right? Mm-hmm. And you're no, he flicks it first. First, because she, yeah. she run, again, you don't see him there, but she's got her head turned around running, and then she, when she turns back around, there Boom. he is. She runs into yeah. him, and then he flicks the lighter on. Yep, and he asks, it's, 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 she says yes, and I'm just like, this feels like Terminator, bro. <laughs> Did you ever see Are you Sarah Connor? <laughs> yes. Boom, blows it, you know, kicks the door in and blows and her, her away, dude. Are you Miriam? She says yes, dude. He, he wastes no time. Grabs for her her neck, boom! Mm-hmm. Drops the lighter and grabs her neck, mm-hmm. and starts Dude. choking, her and literally immediately starts crushing her throat so she can't scream. Yes, and so she's just like, <laughs> her glasses fall, fall to, to the, the ground. ground. What a shot! Oh my god, dude! One of my favorite shots it. of this whole I film. Love it. In the reflection of the glasses, you see what he's doing. He's strangling her, and it's slowly falling towards the glasses. So it's getting bigger and bigger in mm-hmm. the glasses frame not the frame of the movie it's such an effective shot dude yeah i just want to point out i was going to bring this up later but i'll mention it now so that listeners can follow along and maybe pick out some other ones but pay attention to the um to the the idea of pears in this movie i didn't realize there was any kind of fruit in this not not fruit (laughs) but the concept of pears imaging um, uh mirroring Okay, interesting. Likeness. Yeah, yes. it's, it was quite a bit. Yeah, so he be, he bends down. She falls to the ground. She's dead, right? Mm-hmm. And now you start hearing the guys going, Miriam, Miriam, looking where are you? Right? And he bends down and picks up her glasses and almost misses the lighter. Dude, I had such anxiety that he was going to miss the lighter. I'm like, fuck, it's going to make it look like Guy did it. Yep. So and that's the, where I thought this movie was going to go for a second uh-huh. until he bends down and picks it up. Dude, You're I was like, like he he runs right back to his boat and takes off back to mainland. Yep. And as he's about halfway back to the mainland, you start hearing people screaming, "There's been a murder! Someone's dead! Help! Help!" And so then he gets to the dock, right, and back on the mainland, and all these people are on the docks, kind of hearing the screaming, like, "What's going on? What's going on?" He gets up and walks off, and one dude notices him. One mm-hmm. of these carny guys, one that, of the guys that works the ride, that uh, works the, the rides, ride. yeah, looks at him and just literally watches him walk by and. Bruno catches his eye too, like, oh shit, and then keeps going. Yeah, but I don't even think Bruno really, really thought that much of it. I don't know, man. He's a he's a slick dude. I may I feel like he may have thought to himself. Because I feel like okay. that was his that was kind of his one undoing. Because that guy well, I'll I'll get to it later. I'll bring it up later. As he's leaving, there's this blind dude trying to walk across like the the, the causeway <laughs> the there. <laughs> and he stops to help him. Yep. To help him make sure he's okay. Mm-hmm. So is he doing this to not stick out, or is he doing it to be a nice guy for an no, old I man? No, I think he's doing it to not stick out, because that's when the cops are running up into the into the carnival. So, uh, yeah, that happens, dude. Yep. Now we cut to Guy yep. getting home, right? Well, he has a, he's, he's, he's on the train. He, oh, that's right. He's on the train. He's on his, he's on he's on his way again. home. Yep. And while he's, he's reading a newspaper, there's a drunk guy on the train with him. But Starts it's not like singing. a not like a hobo drunk guy. No, no. And, and he's a very he's a he's well a teacher. Dressed. He's a professor at uh, college um, yep. who's on sabbatical, and he yep. was just giving a speech in New York City. Yeah. So he's and a very professional individual. And it was a successful speech, so he was celebrating. Yes. So he's drunk, he's singing, he's having a good time, and he looks and he starts over. breaking and breaking it down a speech into mathematics for him. And I love what he says. He goes, "Do you understand?" And he goes, "Yeah, I do." And he goes. You do? He's like, really? <laughs> How? Uh, and he's like, all right, well, you have a good night, man. You be safe. And so, guy gets to his, you know, gets in a cab, Goes takes home. him home. He's going up the steps to, Dude, to unlock I love the this, door. I love this Dutch shot oh, of yes. him walking up yes. the steps to the apartment, dude. Oh. Yes, it's a nice shot, dude. Mm. 
Hitchcock, I'm telling you, man, that part of the guy knows what he's doing. It works. Man. It works and, so and, well. And he knows more than just jump scares and visual. Like a oh, lot yeah. of horror movies today, visuals. He knows like you got you got to layer it with this type of music and do this and like this. There's this whole level of film film theory that I just don't understand. And he has so far tapped into it in this movie. So I think he wrote part of the book on it, man. Like so much well, of the yes, things he, he came did. up he with, did. you know. He did, um, yes. So for, guy, for modern day, yeah. Yeah, guy's going to let himself in. It's nighttime, he's going to let himself in. And all of a sudden in the distance he hears Guy. Hey guy. And hey, then they show you this empty street and it's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> right. He looks across the street and there, it's like you said, it's empty, there's a sidewalk, there's buildings, and then there's like this, this kind dark of courtyard with a gate or yeah. something. Yeah. And uh out of the shadows steps Bruno and he's like, Guy. Over here. Come on over here. And guy's like, the fuck? And he walks down there and he goes to, over to Bruno and he's like, this dude is a fucking sociopath, he's like, dude. what the fuck, bro? First of all, you called me when I finished. Like, how in the hell did you know where I was going to be? And now you're, what the fuck's happening here? What are you doing here? He's like, guy, how are you doing? He's like, listen, I came over to tell you. And it's the way he talks to the yeah. sound in his voice, man. He's just like, oh, he's so unhinged. Yeah. He's like. So I just wanted to let you know, it worked. I did what I had to do. And he's like, what do you mean? And he pulls the glasses out, right? And he shows it to him. And he's like, what did you do? He's like, you crazy son of a bitch. Yeah, what the hell did you do? And he's like, well, we made the deal, right? I do yours, you do mine. And now you got to do mine. And he's like, no, that can't be. He's like, listen. And then all of a sudden, police pull up. They both back into the shadows now. And he's like watching the police go up and, t- and try to knock on the door, mm-hmm. knock on apartment. the door. There's phone ringing in his apartment. Nobody's answering it. And he's like, guy, you can't go out there and talk to them. He's like, I got to go talk. I'm going to go talk to the police right now. I'm going to let them know you did. He's like, you just be incriminating yourself. We had a plan. And because you made the deal, you can't do that. You're going to go to jail. Yeah, but even so, even so, not even outside of the deal, because... Bruno's just going to deny it. He's going to yeah. say, you're the one with the motive. You got everything to yeah. gain. Who's going to believe I went out you there and murdered me. this random woman? Yeah, you asked me to go get so her sunglasses like, or her glasses. Not only did he figure it out, but then he also took the time to figure out, well, what if yeah. somebody tries to go against me? What yeah. can I do? And he, Dude, he's just got it all planned out to it. Crazy, dude. It's nuts. And now guy's like, what the fuck? So the cops leave and he's like... You just get away from me. I don't want to ever see you again. And mm-hmm. he heads back to his place. He yep. goes in. I get to know. He, <clears throat> phone starts ringing again. Yeah. He gets the call. And this time it's Ann Morton. Right. We cut to her, that house. Right. And so at her house, she's at her dad's house. Her dad's mm-hmm. a senator. Mm-hmm. Her little sister's there. Mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock's daughter. That's the second Hitchcock cameo. Oh, I thought. You, ah. <laughs> see what I did there? It's not a real cameo though. It's an actually starring role. I said Hitch. Oh, true. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude. That, so his daughter plays plays uh, the the little sister. Mm-hmm. But they're all there. It's and- funny, dude, because I found a radio play of this after the fact on YouTube, and she does one of the characters in that too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, and they tell him like something bad has happened. Uh, you need to get over here as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, all right, I'm heading over. He heads over, and the center is like, there's no easy way to say this. Your woman's dead. <laughs> they found her dead. And he's like, what? Yeah, she was strangled, blah, blah, blah. And then at first, they're just like, oh, man, are you okay? Is everything all right? Yeah. And, and then immediately, the little girl's like, they're probably going to think he did it. <laughs> 
Because she's all fascinated with murder, dude. She's murder everything. She's like, if she lived today, she'd be one of these people who curl up on the couch with their cats on a Friday night and a just binge watch uh, uh, or, or um, yeah. like true crime shows on Netflix. Dude. Yeah, for real, for real. And she's uh, she's just like, yeah, they usually always go right to the 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 spouse right and he goes mm-hmm. and she's like and you had motive you were trying to divorce her you know yeah, what i mean and she wouldn't give you the divorce so even more motive and he's like she's right you know she's right the whole time he knows how it happened but he's got to play along with like you know she's right so i have to treat myself like i'm a suspect also which is kind of a very interesting psychological way to watch this movie because it's like what would somebody do in this situation right because we have to watch him be uncomfortable and lie to them and try to maneuver and figure mm-hmm. out how to survive for himself as well yeah, she uh, and then and I like also the part where um, so they're oh, they're getting ready to leave. They're like, all right, let's go. We're going to go to bed tonight and we're going to bed. And so Anne and Guy are by themselves. And and Anne is like, she here's another thing. Right. She's acting great, too, because she's uncomfortable mm-hmm. and she even brings it up. The last time I talked to you, Guy, like you said what you said. Do you remember <laughs> what you said? Yeah, she's questioning. And he's like, yeah, I remember but I would never do that. You know what I mean? Oh, before they left though, before he left, it says, is there anything, do you have any kind of alibi to say where you were? He's like, yeah. He's like, I was on a train and there was this guy on the train that, uh, he could, he could, he could be my, like, Mm -hmm. he'll tell you I was there. Yeah. They're like, Oh, sweet. Well, call the police because they're waiting for your call. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go to see the police, right? So yep. he calls them, and time, time passes. It's not immediate because it was enough time for them to contact who he said he had seen. Yes. He shows up at the police station, mm-hmm. and he sees the guy there, but now he's not drunk. He's like, you know, he's well-kept. Regular. And he looks at Guy like he doesn't even know him. He kind of looks at him like, well, mm-hmm. this guy kind of starts to smile at him, but then the guy doesn't respond. Yeah. Guy go back, goes back in and starts talking to the cops. They bring the guy, the, the other man in. And they're like, uh, "Have you seen this man before?" And guy looks at the guy looks at, at the guy looks at guy. <laughs> uh, the man looks at guy and goes, "Never seen him before in my life." He's like, "Wait, I was on the train with you." He's like, "What train?" He's like, "The one the other night after you gave the speech." And he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> but this guy all of a sudden just had like amnesia, dude. Well, no, he he knew he was on the train. He just recognized that he was drunk. He's like, "Sorry, he I, no, I I have no idea, dude." Yeah, he, I he was, said something. What was the wording that they used? I was. Fuck. He didn't oh. say I was wasted or I was drunk. He no, said, the, the next scene when he's when uh, a guy's back at the senator's house, they say uh, boiled. No, 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 but he says it. He says it to the cops. Oh, he does says he? something to the cops. I was oh, I whatever, and I forget what he called it, but yeah. So but basically the guy cannot remember. So now yeah, the cops no look idea. at him like, is there anything else we can do to prove that you're innocent? And he's like, ah, <laughs> oh, shit, I don't know. Yeah. He's back at the senator's house, and they're like, so how did it go, right? Anne's like, did everything go okay? He's like, well... The guy didn't remember me. And she's like, what? And like, yep. And uh, they gave me a friend. They look out the window and there's a <laughs> cop that's been assigned to follow him around now yeah. to make sure he doesn't leave town, What's to make sure he doesn't name? act. He doesn't act uh, suspicious in any way. Or if he is acting suspicious, to be able to, you know, to, to bring him in. Hennessy. Yeah. Detective Hennessy. And then he goes outside to talk to Hennessy, right? And he's like, all right, we're going to go. I don't remember where he was going to go. Was he going to practice? Right. He's he's know. like we need to. They were getting ready to go somewhere. They're walking through Washington by one of the buildings. And as they're starting to walk, he sees up on one of the steps. He sees Bruno just standing there, watching, dressed in him. a dark suit against this white background, just it's very menacing. Him. People are walking up and down the stairs and yep. stuff, and he's the only one standing still watching them. He sees Bruno and it freaks him out. So he's like, "Let's take a cab." Yeah, and he like basically pushes Hennessy into a cab. Dude. So they take a cab and they go off. They're at this spot, right? This is where they're playing. He's playing tennis. 
and as he's playing tennis, he's getting ready. To, he's getting ready to to go out there. You see him on the side of the court, and there's people already playing tennis at the moment. So he's watching them, mm-hmm. and you see the the balls going back and back forth, and, and forth. you see everybody in the crowd. Their heads go won't watching won't, the ball except one. One. Yeah. Bruno's the only head not moving. He's just sitting there staring. And again, at him. he's still darker than everybody else in that in that crowd. And and guys like Jesus Christ, this guy's a fucking maniac, right? Mm-hmm. Bruno just gets up and walks off. Yep. So then uh guys like, all right, well, let me uh let me get ready and warm up here to play a little bit myself and Bruno disappears. Where is he? Right? Yep, he's gone. Guy says, let me go uh, talk to Ann at the table where she's she's going to be at the table at the little country club here. I'm going to go find her and talk to her. And as he goes over to the table where they're having brunch, mm-hmm. there's Bruno sitting, sitting next to her. at the table talking to them. Yes, <laughs> talking to them. And, oh, you're such a nice person. Oh, Guy, come over here. Come meet. What did he say he was, a Frenchman or some shit like that? Yeah, something. I'm like, dude. Was he faking an accent with them? No, that's why I was like... <laughs> I was like, why, how, how is he a Frenchman if he's got no accent? Crazy dude, right? But they're basically having conversation, talking about that there's going to be this big party later, you know, at the senator's house and all mm-hmm. of this stuff. And he stands up and he's like, oh, guy, so-and-so, nice to meet you. Like, like, <laughs> like they've never met before. Yes. Yep. But Anne has a has a feeling because she keeps looking at like the way they're talking. And, and well, seeing... the, way, the way guys like react and looking at yes. this guy and interacting with him. Yes, dude. But here at this scene when they're sitting up there, yeah. when, you know, when when Guy comes over, this is the first time he has a flashback to the night of the murder. Mm. Um, because he the sees sister Babs. comes up. Yes, yeah. he sees Babs. And she kind of looks, looks like, like Miriam mm-hmm. because she has the same style of glasses, yep. the same kind of shaped face, and even her hair is kind of kind of, kind of done the same. So the second he's, you're right, she walks up to say something, he looks at her and he starts to kind of daze out and you mm-hmm. hear the music from the fucking yes, carousel the carousel going. that they were singing, yep. So good, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then now it cuts to nighttime. It's the senator's house. There's yes. a big gala, this huge party. All kinds of people are there. Oh, well, right before that, Guy gets a package in the mail while he's at home getting ready to go oh, out. this is a weird cut scene because yes, yes. it doesn't but let you- But this is important, yes. It doesn't let you know that this is the night, what's happening. All of a sudden, you go from the tennis thing to- to nighttime. He's literally opening the package. Just, yeah, it's literally a shot of him opening this package. I'm like- And it's a gun. And it's this old style Luger, dude. Yeah. And he just puts it in a drawer because Hennessy's at the door because yeah. they're, they're going to the party. Yeah. So they go to the party, mm-hmm. and when he gets there, he sees Bruno's there, dressed yes. to the nines. Uh, he walks over to talk to Anne, and Anne's mm-hmm. like, Father, this is Bruno Antony from France or some shit. <laughs> and he's like, hello, Senator. He's like, I'd like to tell you some of my ideas. And one of them was like about something with Mars and listening to something on Mars or seeing something on Mars or some shit. Something, dude. It was wacko sounded. And it's, and but he's talking like it's completely normal, mm-hmm. completely rational. Mm-hmm. And the senator looks at him like, what in the hell? Who the fuck is this dude? Who is this guy? Um, he ends up going off and talking to some of these old ladies, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, let me tell you my theories on killing people. <laughs> and they're like, huh? But this one old lady is all about She's it. She's entertaining it. She's yeah. like, all right, let's talk about it. How how could I get away with killing my husband? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what would you do? And she says something nonsense. He's like, oh, that would be messy or this and that. She goes, well, I suppose I could do this and pour gasoline on him and In light him car and then burn it all. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> She's thought Morbid, about this dude. too, dude. <laughs> and he talks about like 
squeezing the life out of their neck and and she's just like oh really and he's like yeah you want me to show you let me show you how it would be done and yeah. he starts putting his hands around her neck and he's getting and, ready and, and he's he says, like i'm gonna squeeze mm-hmm. and you tell me when you need me to stop well i'm gonna show you that you can't scream while i'm doing this i'm gonna show you exactly what to do uh-huh. and he says when i nod my head try and scream so he starts right. getting into position and choking her. Not like he's trying to choke her, but just cut it so she yeah. she can't speak. But then he sees Babs again. And the music kicks in. Yep, and, and he, he has just, another flashback. He starts squeezing harder yep. and harder. And now this lady's like... And she's choking. And everybody's and like, Babs stop. Babs looks terrified. Dude. The ladies next to her, the old ladies are like, stop, stop, somebody, stop. It's, it becomes this commotion. People come in and like pull him off of her. And he's yeah. just like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I gotta. And they take him to I, another room. I gotta go and, lay down. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Babs is just fucking terrified because yeah. all she knew was he locked eyes on her and didn't look away while this was happening. Yes. Guy goes into that room and is like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, kid?" Bruno, what are like, you even doing here? Bruno's yeah. like, "I told you, we had a deal. This is the." And he just fucking clocks him, dude. <laughs> guy punches him right in the face, and he just lays there and he goes, "You shouldn't have done that, guy." <laughs> This guy's crazy, dude. And guy, guy just brushes it off again. Yeah. Which again, you learn the first time when this dude says things, don't brush it off. No. You don't don't brush it off. But he brushes it off, and he basically takes him outside and puts him in his car. Yeah, he does. He takes her out and uh, takes him out. And Babs goes over to yeah, and, and Babs ends up going to Ann, and she's just like, Ann's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "He was looking right at me." Like he was choking me. Yeah, like he looked like he was doing that to me. Mm -hmm. And then Anne notices in the background guy walking him out. Mm -hmm. And she's like, all right, my feelings, all these things I've noticed, this is way too coincidental. Yeah. So as people are kind of in the background, she has Guy off to herself on the the other side of the room or in another room. And she's just like. Well, no, because she goes outside. Oh, yeah. She's just like, you need to tell me what's Mm -hmm. up. And he's like, all right, I do know who this person is. And he tells her. He tells mm-hmm. her everything, exactly what happened. And she's just like, guy, we need to go to the police. He's like, we can't. He's got this. I did it. Yeah, he's got this the way he's got it set up. I have to figure out like how to like get out of this, how to get out of this. And she is just like, she's mortified. She does not want to have to deal with that. So two things happen next. Mm-hmm. Anne's like, I'm going to go talk to his mom. Like his mom will tell him to stop. Right. Meanwhile, he's going to decide, you know what? I'm just going to go and uh, I'm going to appease you. I'm going to appease you, Bruno. I'm going to kill your dad. I'll do it for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. He gets to the house. It's dark. What a great, great sequence, dude. This whole sequence slowly going up Mm -hmm. the stairs, the dog waiting for him up there. The whole thing. It's very intense because it's quiet and he's. can't be loud and it's slow and then you see the dog and you're like oh fuck dude and you're it's and every, and the way that he, he follows him up the stairs with the camera like everything he does mm-hmm. with that camera dude and he sneaks into the room mm-hmm. and he's like mr anthony i gotta talk to you about I your to son talk to you about your son bruno light goes on and bruno sits up in the bed and, I'm and he's like, dressed oh, still fuck in his still, suit dude. still dressed in the suit and i'm like oh fuck and he's like uh what's up there guy He's like, Bruno, you got to stop this. This is not, you can't do this. Well, see, also up until this point, we actually thought, we didn't know what was actually going to happen because we actually thought Guy was going there to To kill the dad. Right. But then he starts talking to him. You're like, oh, that's what he's going to do. That's how he's going to get out of it. I was going to, great. I was going to tell your dad you're being an asshole and you're a lunatic. Yep. And he's like, well, I guess you're not going to, you're not going to need my key anymore. And he gives him the key and he throws the gun. He goes, I don't need this either. Throws the gun on the bed. Mm -hmm. And then Bruno goes and picks it up. And now this, 
again becomes this very tense thing the whole time. Yeah, you, don't you don't know what's give happening. Give up the fucking gun, dude. He gets he starts to turn around and walk away, and Bruno follows him, holding the gun on him. See, and the reason I thought maybe he threw the gun was I was thinking maybe he, it's unloaded. Yeah, because he didn't want to get caught there yeah, with a loaded it gun. It you know what be. I mean? But there's nothing like because I thought maybe Bruno was going to try and shoot him with the gun. Yeah, and it was going to be unloaded. But, but he says as he follows him super slow, and there's this seat mm-hmm. shot of him coming down the stairs with Bruno right behind him, and it's done in such a slow, methodical way. You're waiting on edge at any moment for that gun because <laughs> he does it. He does a quick uh, close up of him holding the gun, and you're like, oh, he's going to shoot him. Mm-hmm. And then he hangs it over the railing too as he keeps walking. He's like, I'm not going to shoot you. I'm not going to wake mother. He's like, I'm smarter than that. I'll get you. Don't you worry. I'll get you. Next, we see Anne go talk to the mom. Yes, the next and day. And she's just like, listen, please, you got to do something. Your son's a little kooky. She's he's like, oh, he's not. He's just a little eccentric. He just likes to joke. He plays jokes. <laughs> you should hear the one about the White House. Um, <laughs> and and so Bruno shows up, right? She, he's uh-huh. like, oh, hello there, Anne. He's like, Mom, you can go ahead. Go go, go do your thing, right? I, I'll talk to Ann now. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that guy's got this, us all, you know, that roped he into this. roped us into this. And, you know, he's he, he wanted me to go out there and get her lighter. He left it there. And he asked me, please, to go get it so he wouldn't be caught. So I have to go out there. I'm going to have to go and get it at some point. Or, or it's still out there. And she's just like, she's like, she's just sitting there terrified, but also like, Helpless. She knows, yeah, dude. Yep. And um, he goes because he's menacing her, man. But then he goes, "All right, Ann. Well, I have to go now. <laughs> I have to go, Ann." And she's just sitting there. He's like, "Well, all right, bye." And starts walking away. And he stops and looks back to see if she's moving. And then he just kind of waves at her <laughs> and then keeps going. I'm like this dude's legit crazy, dude. <laughs> she talks to. She goes back to talk to guy, and she's just like, you know, he's like, "Why would you do that?" And she's like, "I, you know, I, I was thought I could f- help. I thought I could help." Yeah. And he goes, you know what he's going to do? He's going to go and plant the, the, lighter the lighter there. Yep. That's what he's going to do. And she's like, well, let's go stop him. He's like, well, he's not going to do it now. He's going to wait till nighttime. He's going to wait till nighttime. So listen, I'm going to go and play in the tournament I'm supposed to play in. I'll win all three games right away, and mm-hmm. that'll give us time to get out there and stop him. What a way to do this, right? Because, again, what we end up getting is... Is a lot of tennis, a lot. Uh, yeah, dude, a lot more than I thought we were going to get. And but I remember in, you mentioning that to me before. But in such a way that it is made to create tension, because mm-hmm. he's supposed to win this quick, and he well, that's doesn't. his plan. Yes, he doesn't. No, and it's dragged out, and you're like, oh, yeah. Fuck, first dude, you he gotta is, get out of here. First man. he is, he's winning and winning, like he's winning he wins right the away. First two sets, and then boom, the other dude starts fighting his way back. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes this thing. And while that's happening, we're seeing scenes of Bruno getting on the bus, taking the bus all the, or the train, getting off the train, walking down the, through the town during the day. He pulls out his lighter and he drops it down a storm drain. Yes. Cut back to the games going on and he's trying to fight and get the storm, the, the thing out of the storm drain. Back to the <laughs> game and it's like guy's freaking out he's looking at the clock and he's like jesus christ he's probably already there doing this right he's meanwhile we cut back and bruno's like literally fingertips with this thing down barely in the storm touching drain, it dude. Yeah, oh, and he's like yelling at people to try and help him it's so crazy it's this kind of tense back yes, and forth dude. he gets it out right finally guy can finish and they're like all right we have to we got to go we got to get we got to get out of here Little Miss Miss uh, Babs does this thing to kind of distract, distract the cops, and Ann and and Guy take off. They head off to to the amusement park. No, Guy park. does, or Guy does. That's right. Yeah, Ann, Ann stays there. 
He heads off to the amusement park, right? Cops, Hennessy, they're like, oh, Jesus Christ, he got away from us. Let's go. And they go off looking yep. for him, right? Well, they're following him. They follow him to yeah. the train station, see him get on the train, and they're like, no, Metcalf can pick him up when they get there and follow him from there. That's right. That's right. So they get there, right? Bruno gets out. Bru- well, Bruno's already at the amusement park. He's been there all day. Oh, the best part. For I a love, while. I love this part, dude. There's the scene where he's getting ready. He wants to go out to that tunnel of love, and he's standing kind of in the shadows, right? Mm-hmm. And people are looking around. They all know that they're looking for him. Mm-hmm. And he looks over, and the dude that saw him initially, the, the carny sees worker, him sees him again as he's coming out of the shadows, and he steps back in like, Jesus Christ, he's seen me, right? Mm-hmm. Guy shows up. And he's like, sees him. Bruno. Bruno's like, shit. So he goes running. The cops he, go running after. They're, after they're uh, all yelling. Guy. Yeah. Cops pull a gun out. First of all, Bruno and Guy jump on the carousel because he's trying to run around and chase him through the carousel. Cops pull out the gun. They're like, I'm just going to shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> Points it at, at Guy to shoot Guy. Pulls the misses. trigger. Misses him. Dead between the eyes of, <laughs> of the fucking carnival worker. The, the working the, the carousel. And he falls and breaks the lever. And, and the turns thing, it on and the thing just starts going, Super dude. speeding, dude. People are screaming. This thing's flying around in circles. They're like, what are we going to do? And meanwhile, Bruno and Guy are fighting the whole time mm-hmm. on this thing. Punching each other, kicking yep. each other. Bruno's start trying to kick Guy off the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, and I love the shots. I love the shots of Bruno kicking his yes. foot at the camera like he's kicking yes. the hand dude i love the I angle love it cops are like how we gotta stop this we gotta stop this thing another carney work walker comes up and says oh dude's like i'll do this <laughs> so he does not he decides to instead of walking around the carousel to the other side of it where the controls are to shut it off the emergency brake he says i got this well no because he's got to get into the middle of it drops to the why because that's where all the controls are no it was on the other side he went all the way under and across to the other side. I thought it was in the middle of the carousel. Oh, I felt like he went all the way to the other around side. And then the, the guy running, it was in, inside. I thought he went to the other side. He uh, came out know. on the other side was of it. Was it really? Oh, my God, dude. But that's what I'm saying. Unless it was in the middle, but every time I've seen it, it he went underneath. <laughs> he kept going. About halfway across, he stops, wipes, wipes his brow, <laughs> keeps going, and then comes out where it's like literally the round spot going... Dude, he yanks on this thing, okay? The fucking thing just comes <laughs> off and, and it stops and just blow it doesn't blow up, but like it just crashes. Falls apart. And you're talking about Kids not just brute. There. Yes. There was children, women, families, <laughs> all on this thing, screaming their heads off that are now trapped under debris. There were mothers trying to fight the police to get Bro, there to save their there kids. There has to be dead people on oh, there. Oh, I'm sure. Right? I am sure, dude. Guy, guy, the police, the pull guy, they're like, we're going to tell you. He's like, no, 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 it wasn't me. It was Bruno. Let me let talk me sh- to him. Let me, let talk me show to you him. where he is. And they go over to the wreckage, and he's underneath a bunch of shit, and he's dying, right? Yeah. And they're like, he's like, Bruno, Bruno. You got to tell them what happened. Where's my lighter? Give me my lighter. He's like, guy, it's on the island. I still haven't gotten it. <laughs> He's like, Bruno, don't be that way. Come on. Not right now. Not at a time like this. And he goes, I don't have it. And he starts to die. He's dying. Mm-hmm. And guy looks at the cops. And this is what I'm talking about. Old like this. Like there was different etiquette. Right. It was like he goes, officer, he's got to have it on him. Can not I just go through his pockets? And he's like, no, you can't go through his pockets. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And he goes, all of a sudden, Bruno dies, and his hand unclenches, and there's, and there's the, the, lighter. the lighter. But that mentality of the cops were just like, are you crazy? You're going to yeah. go through this man's pockets? No. No. <laughs> like, that's crazy, right? But there you go, dude. It was there. Mm-hmm. Happily ever after, Guy is not the killer. And yeah. that's strangers on a train, dude. 
Yep. Yes. And there is a tragedy. What a what a wild ride. There is a little bit of tragedy in Bruno. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As he's died, like in his, because in his mind, like all of this was like not like why wouldn't you just live up to your end of the deal? We made this deal, right? To him, taking it all the way to the end. Yes. To, To him, his his he's not off. He's not crazy. To him, it's extremely logical. He wanted to get rid of his dad. This other guy wants to get rid of this woman that that double crossed him and wouldn't wouldn't divorce him mm-hmm. and is putting him in a, in a position where like she has other men like <laughs> she deserved it so in his mind why are you doing this guy why aren't you helping like you said you would do this yeah. and then now it's gotten to this point and now he's dying right and he's dude it was crazy there, there yep. was a little bit of a sad kind of thing with him like he just didn't have the help he needed you know what yeah, i mean yeah 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 because we work in behavioral health, and you know, know how it is. Those things are things you can't control. Now, back mm-hmm. in those days, they didn't really in- understand, understand a lot of it. So there's a lot more maliciousness happening with it. Mm-hmm. But what a performance! What well, a and then movie. that's where you get, and that's where a lot of the stigma around mental health came from. Was from film movies that were yeah. uh, taking characters who actually had mental health issues and portraying them in bad light. Yeah, look at um, Dress to Kill, Michael yeah. Caine. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, I can I can definitely see that, and I can definitely see that that. That definitely makes that character stick out, and you're kind of slightly there's some sort of rooting for him that you're kind of doing. Yeah, but, you feel kind of bad for him. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's you, you know it's not completely you their fault. It. Yeah. You know, yeah. But what a movie, dude! I loved this movie. I mm-hmm. really did. This became one of my one of my like up there with my favorites of Hitchcock. Like you said, the soundtrack, the score on this is so good, and it fits. The way it comes back throughout the movie, and it's not, like you said earlier, it's not complicated. There's no. nothing complicated to this. No. It, the pacing is is good too, right? Mm-hmm. Even though there's the times, acting. like he slows things down specifically for the high tension that it's building, right? And so it works. Yeah, the edit, the lighting, the editing, the yes. acting, all the acting in this film, loved him. Every character in this movie, every person that was in this film, I felt like just killed it. Yeah. But Robert, man, Jesus Christ, this Bruno character. Yep. And tragic. Man, what a what a performance. I loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree 100%. I'm going to give it a little while till I watch it again because yeah. I've seen it 25 times in the last three weeks. <laughs> yeah. But like I said at the beginning, I don't know if there's really anything bad I can say about this movie. It, it yeah, was good same. all the way through. It was good I all agree. the way through. Um, and then the more that you pay attention and the more you pick things out of the movie after every viewing, mm-hmm. just adds to it. Makes me want to go back and watch same it as more rear and pick window. out more stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. same as Rear Window. Yeah, like you so, watch that more and more, you notice other things that yeah. you didn't notice before. Because let's face it, what? How many other movies has Hitchcock made? that are well more known than this that oh, you yeah. could have picked. Oh, yeah. But you said, no, let's do this one because I've been yeah. wanting to see it, so good pick. All right, dude, what do you have in terms of tidbits? All right, let me see here. Let me pull out my list. So the amusement park, from what I read, was actually built on the ran- on, on a ranch in Chatsworth, California. Specific for the movie, Specific yeah. for it, uh, except the Tunnel of Love's Love scenes at the fairground. Uh, they were shot at the fairground in Canoga Park at the time. Oh, interesting. Yes, I think that was basically it because I've Hitchcock's mentioned all the other the f- ones. You said something about pairs. Oh, twos. Well, that the concept of twos and pairs uh, in this movie, and it's mentioned multiple times, being tennis and guy playing pairs and doubles. Mm-hmm. But you have guy and Bruno, who are obviously a pair. Yeah. You have Miriam and Babs, who are obviously a pair. But then, like the glasses, the reflection back and forth. Yeah. Um, a lot of the shots, the intro shots, are pairs of the two people coming in together. The the number two in the the concept of pairs. And especially as you watch the movie and you keep that in mind and you're looking for a lot of it, the the two different detectives that were following him pair, yep. it plays into it a lot, dude. How about the fact that Bruno killed two people? 
Bruno killed two people. Yeah. How'd he kill two people? Miriam. Okay. Unborn child. Oh, that's right. Yes. A yes. pair. I forgot. A pair of deaths yep. on his hands. You know this body count? Actually, so that's actually a good point because he looks uh, on at his IMDb, two hands. one of the comments is the body count on this movie, and they said three, but it's actually four then. No, it's more than four. If you count, well, if other you count people everybody in the on the carousel. carousel that may have died also. <laughs> That's actually true, yes. Fucking crazy, right? But known, that were known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I was trying to figure, I'm like, who the fuck was the third person? And I'm like, oh, that's right, the guy running the carousel yeah. gets shot in the head, dude. <laughs> it's so fucked up, dude. It's so, like, crazy. Like, yeah, what dude. the fuck? <laughs> like, it escalates very quickly. <laughs> You're like, all right, Hitchcock decided to go that route, right? Like, they did whoever who wrote it. He builds it. this tension, and then he's like, all right, we're going off the fucking rails here, Pop. dude. <laughs> here goes the carousel out of control. It was awesome. But yeah. yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, I guess that's it then. Now, the next one we're doing, the last Hitchcock mm-hmm. one we're doing, is a well-known one. Yes. But you've never seen it. Uh, it's basically the same situation. I've wanted to see this for a very long time. Nice. I just haven't watched it. The Birds. So, yes. But yeah, man, Hitchcock so far, you know, watching these films, being able to appreciate his style of, of storytelling through through direction, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and, and... and more than just the storytelling. Like, all the other elements actually bringing them in and using them as a character within themselves. Yeah, yeah dude. You know? Yep. So Love that's, it. Yeah. I'm interested to see what you think of birds, of the birds. Good. Because um, you've seen it, obviously, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually talked about it for Silence Your Phones. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 dude. But too bad. It'll be a good time. <laughs> it's going to be a good conversation. Good. Uh, then after that, we're going into 87. Yeah, because it's been a little while. We got to get, I got to get back into the 80s here. Man. Yeah, we haven't been. I was going to say, do you want to skip birds? But let's do the birds. No, let's do the birds. Yeah, I was thinking the, the same thing, but I'm like, nah. I've been waiting this long to see it. This is my excuse to finally actually sit down and watch it with no other excuses. Yeah, so. and then we'll come back with 87. We'll be watching some uh, Ooh, some going off with a bang. Yes, dude, I can't wait. All right, dude, that's it. Let's finish up. Let's get All out right. of here. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Make sure to head over to social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, OOTS Pod, or Out of the Shadows Podcast. Make sure to follow. Uh, go ahead and uh, interact with us, man. Let us know what you think of some of these movies yes, that we're please. talking about. And um, instead, of, and, and interact with good interactions. Don't just comment. Promote it here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, remember, keep your eye on the shadows.